Welcome to Becoming Together, a production of St. Timothy Presbyterian Church in Toronto. Join Pastor Simon Park and Dave Lee as we reflect on community, faith, and life in the context of current times. For more information, go to timothypc.com. Now on with our show. Welcome to the first episode of Becoming Together. My name is Simon. My name is Dave. And we are your hosts. This is the theme for St. Timothy Presbyterian Church in 2020. And seeing the way our year has been unfolding, uh, we can't help but recognize how relevant this theme is for uh, this year. The COVID-19 disease brought on by the novel coronavirus has upended life as we know it. The ramifications of this rapid change are yet to be seen. Never before in our lifetime has everything changed so much, so fast. So our hope is that this podcast can be one way that we can really come together in the midst of these very challenging and difficult circumstances. A foundation of our church's mission has always been to be a compassionate community, one that stands with the weak and vulnerable. That mission is ever more important today. So to begin this episode, Dave will read a prayer written by the Ursuline Sisters of Louisville in Kentucky that that I also read out during our first ever online worship service two Sundays ago. It is titled, Prayer for a Pandemic. Let us use this prayer to begin today's episode. May we who are merely inconvenienced remember those whose lives are at stake. May we who have no risk factors remember those most vulnerable. May we who have the luxury of working from home remember those who must choose between preserving their health or making their rent. May we who have flexibility to care for our children when their schools close remember those who have no options. May we who have to cancel our trips remember those that have no safe place to go. May we who are losing our margin money in the tumult of the economic market remember remember those who have no margin at all. May we who settle in for a quarantine at home remember those who have no home. As fear grips this country, let us choose love. During this time when we cannot physically wrap our arms around each other, let us yet find ways to be the loving embrace of God to our neighbors. Amen. Amen. So Dave, I mean, these past few weeks alone, what do you say? Yeah, there's a lot. I mean, just, yeah, even in these last few weeks alone, there's a lot that's happened. Um, I think, uh, yeah, even if you're to, I remember like even two weeks ago, um, saw a lot of people on the streets, you know, um, just kind of leading their uh, regular day-to-day life. But um, just within the span of a week, um, just uh, drastic, uh, drastic changes have taken place. So it's like, um, and now you look outside, just like, you know, there's barely any people around and um, yeah, the world's just uh, gone from one extreme to another. That's just, that's just what it feels like. Such a short period of time. I mean, that part is still very surreal to me. Yeah. So we wanted to focus today's first episode on a key question. And what would you say that is? 
Um, I think uh, something that, uh, that's worth focusing on for today is um, how does a crisis uh, like the one we're experiencing now uh, reveal who we are as people, uh, especially our faith? Because I think that's a great I'll, question, yeah. Yeah, because when, you know, it's, uh, when everything's going well, uh, it's, easy to be at our, it's easy to be at our best, um, it's easy to be faithful and strong, but it's, uh, when times like these come and uh, you know, times of challenge and hardships come, is we see our deepest and innermost thoughts and feelings rise to the surface. Um, that's, I think, times like this is when we see what we're really truly made of. Yeah, that's that's a good point. I think facing and dealing with our own shortcomings, I mean, it's not easy. No one likes to do that. It's difficult and it's unpleasant. Uh, but that's why I guess we're trying to create a safe space here with this uh, podcast to uh, explore these questions, share our stories and our journeys of faith with one another. So we're going to start this episode with uh, an interview we actually did with one of our members, uh, Bob Kim. Uh, what was, could you provide with this a little context on um, how the interview took place? Well, I just uh, emailed up Bob and I said, hey, how would you like to do an interview for a podcast? And he <laughs> said, sure, he's such a great sport. So uh, uh, yeah, I just wanted to uh, learn more about what are different members going through um, mm -hmm. in the situation and how are they uh, facing or coping with it? And so okay. I think uh, Bob's uh, interview was a great place to start. So uh, without further delay, here it is. Yeah, Irene, I don't think this has really changed Irene because she's usually home anyways. Uh, the only bad thing is we had to cancel all our physios. Mm -hmm. So that's the one thing. Uh, for those who don't know, Irene's kind of plateaued. Um, so her progress right now is kind of plateaued. Um, so the physio that she does is more or less to keep maintain her strength. So hopefully that day when she can start walking, uh, her legs will remember how to walk. Uh, because what happens is if you're uh, on a wheelchair for a very long time, your muscle memory of how to walk kind of disappears. Mm -hmm. So that's why it's so important for her to always keep the walking motion going, even though she's wheelchair bound. Um, so that's the only reason why she's doing the physio to keep her strength up and mm -hmm. to not lose the muscle memory of how to walk. But financially, things are going to be okay uh, with the layoff from work? Uh, I don't know. I'm going to probably apply for that EI uh, because obviously I'm not going to get paid for the next three weeks. That's right. Uh, yeah, the, the financial part is the difficult part. Uh, I guess we're blessed because at least we have a line of credit to okay. go into for emergencies, which of course now is kind of an emergency. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's going to be a while, I think, before everything goes back to normal. That's right. So, uh, like me and Irene always say, all you can do is just basically hope that, you know, like we believe that God watches us over us no matter what the situation is. That's right. uh, I think because of what, we've, we are, what we're going through, what we've been through, uh, our faith has kind of carried us. Mm. So, like, I know a lot of people are panicking right now because of the whole COVID-19. Yeah. But honestly, we don't sense any panic at all. Mm -hmm. um, I've seen crazy stuff happen at the grocery store um, mm -hmm. and stuff like that. So I can see the I can see the angst in people's faces, all the fear. But me and Irene, we honestly don't have any because I don't know. I don't I don't know how to put it, but we're kind of just in touch with God's faith. 
because from four years ago when this all started, you've kind of just been in peace knowing that God's always going to be there. Mm. So instead of panicking and fearing, I think we're kind of okay with everything that's going on. Okay. Um, I think uh, just the, I mean, the title of today's episode is uh, Faith and Perspective. And I think uh, it's the relationship between faith and perspective is very much related to the question that we posed earlier on. And um, hearing what Bob has just shared, uh, it is definitely, you know, um, it focuses on that, uh, how faith informs our perspective and vice versa. So, Especially in times of, um, you know, challenge and crisis. Yeah. And uh, I think uh, questions that, uh, yeah, like I think uh, it's worth focusing for our discussion today is, um, you know, how does uh, faith shape our perspective um, in times of crisis and challenge? Or does uh, faith um, give us a new lens to see something different uh, in what may seem like a uh, grim and dire situation? Um, Like how does our past experiences of faith shape our attitude or posture in the present? Yeah, when I think about, uh, you know, faith and uh, I mean, times of crisis, a key question I have is, does crisis uh, kind of reveal our faith, you know, or lack thereof, or does it build up faith? Or can it be a combination of both? What do you think? Um, I think, I think it can be both, actually. Uh, Because sometimes we don't know what's already been built up and it it really takes uh, something like, um, yeah, just the uh, time of crisis or a time of challenge that we face to uh, reveal to us what's been built up and uh, in the process also build up our faith through that. Yeah. In other words, I think uh, uh, it doesn't really matter what our outward uh, piety has been, our outward religiosity. And I think that's what uh, Jesus himself was always uh, uh, kind of speaking out against is that just the outward focused piety. Because mm-hmm. when moments of uh, challenge come, it really reveals what's inside of you. Yeah. Like I'm thinking about even the disciples themselves, right? Like uh, take Peter, for example, who was, you know, who was always so eager uh, to uh, say, you know, I would go and die with you. Yeah, die with you. And then uh, Jesus said, you know, I, you will deny me three times or, uh, and then the ones that the moment of crisis came, uh, all his disciples fled too. So you don't know, really. That's right. So, uh, so on one hand, I guess a crisis can really reveal our utter lack of faith. Yeah. Right? Uh, and, uh, and it reveals what's there. And, uh, sometimes many times out of, uh, that crisis will reveal really our fear and, uh, right. And our, from our fear, we try to seize control and, uh, all other values that we used to, um, say with our mouths, they go out the window because, mm-hmm. uh, that fear and, uh, need for control just take over everything else. And I think we see that time and time again in biblical examples, uh, in history too, even in past pandemics, right? Like in the Spanish flu, in the, some places they would like find, hunt down ill people, round them up, place them in facilities where they could basically die separated from others. Very fear-based survival response. Yep, that's true. And also even uh, with this uh, coronavirus crisis, uh, as Bob mentioned, uh, you know, in his sharing, it's like, 
you see this behavior of like, a hoarding, like uh, just the kind of uh, panic shopping. Uh, yeah. I don't know if that's what you call it, but uh, it's all, all that's coming from, I mean, like some people are now calling it that's, you know, that's very rational. Why do you need all the toilet paper for that's right. <laughs> But uh, It's all kind of the fear induces the kind of behavior that, are, that we would otherwise uh, not do. Yeah. Or, um, yeah. Yeah. But then I think, um, so that's what it can reveal. But I think uh, the important thing is if we can take that opportunity to be really just honest, right? About who we are and uh, our, you know, that can maybe, I think, even begin the beginning of faith. Yep. I think, uh, I think part of uh, really just getting through, uh, you know, a time like this uh, really has to do with first beginning with ourselves and um, uh, just addressing uh, what is really there. I mean, I remember uh, coming across, you know, a few articles uh, recently about, um, how to really properly deal with ourselves in times of uh, self-isolation and uh, social distancing of having all this time and uh, to ourselves that just makes us do nothing but think and uh, um, just how uh, important it is for us to, you know, before we do anything to take some time to deal with uh, our fears of anxiety and fear uh, rather than just kind of trying to suppress it or ignore it uh, by distracting ourselves all the time. Yeah, because yeah. I think in self-isolation, it can go one way or the other. I mean, it can be uh, that opportunity to take that honest stock of ourselves, but uh, uh, it can uh, sometimes be even more difficult, though, uh, because uh, we, like you said, we can just easily just get absorbed in the news, but also TV and things like that. So, um, I mean, it takes courage and intentionality, I think. It does, the honest yeah. stock. But I mean, uh, yeah, so that's, that can be the beginning of faith. What do you think uh, one way of cultivating that beginning of faith is? Um, I think, uh, uh, I mean, even when we look at, you know, look through our scriptures, I think one thing that's common, especially when we look at a journey that Israel has taken, uh, is uh, this act of uh, remembering. Uh, remembering how God has been faithful to us in our lives uh, from past into present. And I think uh, especially uh, when Israel was in time of exile, uh, one of the things that they had to reflect on or remember was uh, the faith, the kind of faithfulness that um, God has shown to even their ancestors uh, during their wilderness wanderings, like when God brought them out of a, 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 uh, from Egypt and uh, how God was with them even throughout their time in the desert. And uh, I think there is something about uh, remembering uh, what God has done in the past that really can powerfully shape and inform uh, how we approach or look at situations, our situations in the present. It almost gives us a, um, like a bigger and wider perspective uh, mm -hmm. that helps us to really... Uh, it gives us hope or faith to really move forward, I think. And I think uh, Bob's interview was a, is a powerful real-life example of that. Yeah, I think right. uh, a reason that he was able to just maintain such composure. I mean, he was honest about the challenges of this current situation, right? Uh, being laid off at the moment, uh, income, line of credit. Uh, I mean, those are real challenges, but just the sense of calm 
because of his remembrance of God's faithfulness, uh, how he's been with them. Yeah, I was very much, I was, I, was, I was kind of surprised to hear him just say, yeah, like no panic. Like uh, it's yeah. kind of, uh, it's because, yeah, like uh, just knowing that uh, how, you know, God has been with him and Irene uh, for the past, you know, uh, like uh, four years or so. And uh, how that just ha- kind of gives them that almost sense of um, strength to just, yeah, like uh, to really be honest uh, in, in a time like this and to say, oh, we'll trust, uh, we'll trust in him. Yeah. So there's that power to remembrance. And that's what, uh, I mean, the figure Daniel um, in the Bible during the time of exile uh, was all about, right? Um, Daniel in the lion's den, that famous children's right, story. Right. Uh, in, that, in that situation of exile, he always turned to face Jerusalem, right? In prayer. Mm-hmm. And he refused to be shaken from that. And doing that, he was remembering God's faithful presence. And that gave him the faith uh, to endure in his present circumstances. And the other interesting thing is I think, uh, when I guess remembering is almost, it's a habit and that's why we do, uh, that's one of the purposes of us coming to church, right? Uh, we cultivate that memory of God's presence and, uh, there's a combination of remembering, uh, and that becomes important in times of crisis. Because I think if you look at the stories of faith in the Bible, um, they all emerge in these times of crisis, don't they? Yeah, it, it is. I think it is a uh, it is very much a, um, uh, a spiritual practice and a part of uh, an important part of our spirituality. And uh, it's like, yeah, it is a combination of these two. Like, uh, there's the act of you know uh, acknowledging. Um, like our brokenness, our shortcomings, or even just the uh, kind of the reality of our situation itself. But combined, when that, you know, is combined with our act of remembering uh, God's faithfulness, it's almost like uh, when those two come together, it, it, it gives birth to faith um, that kind of fills us with peace and confidence and that keeps us going. Yep. And I think that faith can really emerge then in times of crisis because uh, those two things, I, I like how you uh, framed it. I mean, all the great stories, Abraham, uh, I mean, it was a time of crisis, right? He was an alien and a nomad. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had no children, uh, but all he had was that promise um, uh, of God that God made to him. I will bless you with land and children. And he had to keep going back and remembering that promise uh, so that when the tough times came of, uh, being surrounded by foreigners or no children, he remembered it and that gave him faith, right? Same with Moses in the time of slavery. You know, they're so oppressed and in slavery, but um, they always remembered God's promise and faithfulness and that gave them the faith to emerge through. I think mm-hmm. uh, it's such a recurring theme in the scripture uh, that when there's time of crisis, we also remember and that gives faith. Yeah, man, present man. situation. And I think that almost the... Uh, uh, the expression of that expression of uh, what is rooted in faith as opposed to fear, uh, you know, both, uh, both can seem like kind of almost irrational or illogical, but yeah. I think uh, uh, expression that comes out of our uh, faith and trust in God is more, it's, it, it really, uh, it really endures. And I think it also gives us, uh, it also frees us to not to just to be, almost tied up in our own concerns per se, but uh, to really um, look to uh, the needs of others around us, uh, you know, who really need it. 
Yeah. So in other words, going, that goes back to then what I said about one of our fundamental pillars of our mission, right? To That's be right. a compassion yeah. community, looking after the weak and vulnerable. That will actually naturally come about more readily when we do have that faith that has emerged. Um, right. That is cultivated by kind of our memory uh, of God's continuous faithfulness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think this is a good time. Then let's uh, kind of bring things home together. Uh, some of the right. key themes that we talked about. So, uh, I mean, in times of crisis, uh, it often reveals um, about us. But what can we learn from uh, from this in, when we face these challenges? I think uh, if you had to sort of... Um... Yeah, like a break it down simply in maybe two, three things. Uh, I think one of the things we talked about was first taking stock of where we are. So just being honest about uh, where we are, uh, what we're feeling uh, in the midst of everything that's going on. Um, second is um, just the importance of uh, taking that time to remember moments of God's faithfulness uh, that gives us faith. And um and kind of keep going and keeping uh, keep going with that faith um, as we really look to God, uh, because that really uh, will give us that sense of peace and confidence, uh, which will help us face whatever may come our way. Um, and I think that those three things are really do um, play can play an important part in our um, own life of faith. Great, well said. So uh, why don't we wrap this episode up then? Uh, we'll say a short prayer for our community and those around us. Okay. Dear God, we're thankful for this uh, time of reflection. Uh, when times of crises or challenges hit us, it often exposes our vulnerability and our weakness and our fear. Uh, but from what we reflected on today, help us to uh, take these moments to be honest about really where we are. Because uh, sometimes... Uh, that honesty will reveal things, and that is the beginning, actually, of faith. And help us to remember uh, moments of your faithfulness in our own lives. And may that be a source of our faith to keep us going uh, from this time forward. Pray all these things in your name. Amen. Amen. Well, there you go. There's episode number one. Uh, we are a little bit nervous because we've never really done this and it's our first time, but we thank you for listening in. Uh, we're going to try our best to provide good, timely perspective just on what's going on uh, in life. Uh, so we highly encourage any comments or feedback. If you're on our website, uh, please add your comments on the comment page. Uh, we're going to try to mix things up with some interviews with people both within the church and outside of it as well. Um, and we'll continue to reflect Uh, in our journey of becoming together. So until the next episode, we pray for peace and blessings upon you.